Peace, people. It is I, it is Quake Weston, or Kane, as some people call me. Welcome to the next episode of the All Things Eat podcast, your one-stop shop for all things education, art, and technology. Uh, as you know, I'm here to bring dope people doing the dope and amazing work in the realms of education, art, and technology. Uh, but today is is a is a unique one for me. It's a special one for me because I have the homie here um, who is doing some great work with art, with technology, with education, all three of those things. I'm out in California. Guy by the name of Austin Martin, the homie. Um, he has been doing some amazing work with Rhymes with Reason, which is a platform and a a a tool that students can use or teachers can use to teach students ACT, SAT vocabulary, history. We got a, you got a bunch of things in there. Um, so today I'll be talking with him, and I want y'all to really tune in and tap into this and lock into what this brother's doing. But um, before I talk anymore, Austin, how you feeling? I'm feeling great. I really appreciate the invitation um, for me to be on, on the podcast. Uh, and yeah, I'm excited to get into this conversation. For sure. For sure. For sure. So yeah, so for the people that may not know you, right? I know you, of course. We, we've uh, kind of met, short story, maybe like three or four years ago. I don't know. I yeah. feel like it was three or four years ago, digitally, um, through a coworker um, that... I guess found out about what you were doing and was like, hey, Quay, I know that you're interested in like youth work and hip hop and there's this group or this dude just doing this thing called Rhymes with Reason. I want you to check it out. So she put me on. I looked you up online and I was like, I wonder if I send this dude an email, if he'll say anything back. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, so I shot you the email and I was kind of like, yo, bro, I see what you're doing. Like, is there any way I can help? Um, because most people know, you know, I was doing music and poetry and working with you. So it kind of all made sense to me and it was something I had never seen before. So shout out to you for that. But for the people that don't know you, kind of give us a rundown of who you are and exactly what you do. Yeah, um, for sure. And yeah, that the art, how we met was, it was really cool, and uh, yeah, I, I, I love that story. Um, just because, yeah, it's just cool to like make a legitimate friend right. off of like an email, For sure. uh, and I, that that's really cool. Maybe we'll talk about that later. But uh, so yeah, uh, Rhymes of Reason is a web-based platform that teaches students vocabulary literacy development skills history and then also it has a test prep slant mm -hmm. but the way that it teaches these things is using students favorite music so it will take particularly hip-hop music so it'll take an sat word or a common core tier two word out of a drake song spotlight that word as it's used in that song and deliver an interactive academic experience where students learn that word. Um, but of course, in their favorite context, which is the music that they're plugged into every yep. single day. Um, and that's a general, like a very cursory um, kind of look at the program. Right. Um, but to, on a, a macro level, what it is and what I'm trying to do with it is really make literacy and acquisition of words equitable and accessible mm -hmm. for the next generation of kids. 
Um, I, I could maybe I'll kind of circle back around to this later, but the, like separation of classes in our society and all kind of things. Um, there's all kind of research around how that actually stems from exposure to words and um, like literacy. Um, the, people talk about the school to prison pipeline, but if we want to zoom in even further, it's it's really a literacy to prison pipeline. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, what I'm trying to do with with rhymes with reason is tap into hip hop music, you know, popular music that's uh, widely accessible and known medium to also make literacy widely accessible so (laughs) you know what we're about and what we're trying to do moving forward for sure and that's i think that's important um it's so important because like you say thinking about kind of how systems work and then um because i think there was some study and i i don't want to miss misspeak i guess that's a word um but it was like students from particular households where they might not hear they might hear far less words in the home than students with like two parents uh you know higher class or social status like they hear thousands of words a day in the home yes so they learn those conversation skills and learn that those vocabulary or those new words and that that's i think that's dope that you said that um so i guess how did you how did you even come up with this idea for rhymes of reason like how did it come about yeah, absolutely, man. So it, okay. So really it came about because of some of my own experience uh, growing up. I mean, one thing that I like that I would say, and I always tell people this and they're shocked, but mm-hmm. growing up, I like was not a great student for a very long time. Like I was like a notorious kind of, like, especially compared to people that, or well, especially from the perspective of my family and people that knew me and knew that I had ability um, and teachers and stuff that are like, I, I was going to say I was a, a, a notorious underachiever gotcha. uh, for the perspective of those, from the perspective of those people. Um, and the reason that I was an underachiever I wasn't a, a a life underachiever, but I was an academic underachiever. Okay. Um, like I was very stimulated by music, mm-hmm. particularly hip hop, sports, and like things that were outside of the realm of the classroom. Um, but with hip hop, particularly, like, and with things that I liked, I was an overachiever. Like I would study it, like, like crazy so um hip-hop was one of those things and i I, yeah i would know like every song every lyric everything from like (laughs) the artists and stuff that i like you know what i mean you know how it is so like i was that kid and i was what i realized as i got older is i was like applying like academic practice basically Mm -hmm. to hip hop like into things that I was interested in outside of the classroom and as I got older I started to see kind of more overlap between hip hop and music and academia and my favorite rappers were like using words and 
alluding to concepts that were starting to pop up in my English classes and my history classes. And it all, it was starting to blend together more. Um, and then I start like, then, uh, you know, I started to become a better student as I was like, Oh, this is actually relevant and things of that nature. And then I also like was, you know how it is being a young, like, young boy and stuff like it takes us a long time to like mature and like figure out that yep. <laughs> things are like important and stuff like that so it was kind of a perfect storm but i became like a really good student and like kind of tapped into my potential and like yeah around the age of like 15 is when things really changed mm-hmm. and then like for the rest of high school i had like above 4.0 and then i got to brown university and like i said i knew from my own perspective, what it was like to be that kid that was like not that interested in school, yep. but loved hip hop. And I already knew how much like verbal, like I, I've been talking about this a lot, like hip hop and, and popular music, it's a verbal gold mine. So I knew that that was the case. But then when I got to college, I started to research it more and like dig deeper and, um, learn things like this thing I was talking about with the last question about the literacy to prison pipeline. And Mm -hmm. I was like, Whoa, this thing that affected me and like, you know, other kids I knew the experience is deeper than like, this is like a real thing that has immense potential and is like incredibly deep. Um, and that's like my freshman year at Brown is when rhymes with reason was born. Like, I decided this is something that I wanted to do. And one last thing that I'll say on this point is that one amazing thing about going to Brown, maybe the most amazing thing about it, um, was just exposure. Mm-hmm. Like my my freshman year there, I met people that had started businesses that were undergrads. Like True. I and like that made me think that I could do it. That made me think like, cause you know, as a kid, like you have ideas, but when you see somebody that actually turned an idea into a business yep. and they're like a couple years older than you, or they look like you or whatever the case is, like that's, that means the world. Uh, and not only were those people, like were those people examples, but a couple of them, like when you're like hungry and you have an idea and they, you remind them of themselves like they take you under their wing and like show you some of the the initial steps so that's kind of all that that's long and short of like how this whole thing came to be um and yeah since i haven't stopped and like like i said i I dug deeper and deeper and deeper on how big this problem is and how great the potential is um and have also done a lot of like peeling back of layers and soul searching on like why I feel I'm the right person mm-hmm. to do it. So, yeah. Very true. That's dope. So I guess at Brown, what did you study? So I studied, my major was in business, mm-hmm. um, but I was going to double major in education, but it would have take it took me like extra time to like, finished with a double major so mm-hmm. I just like finished in four years with a business major but I had like a large education focus and I was very involved in the um, 
social entrepreneurship department mm-hmm. at Brown. So I was, I very much like grew my idea and my base um, from from that department in that area. Michelle, Michelle. Yeah. That's dope. So it's like having that business know-how and then like you said, I, I there's this reference people make um, all the time when they talk about like, you know, having exposure to people that are doing the things that you might want to do so that, you yeah. know, it kind of gives you the confidence and empowers you to do it. So like they always say, like, you can't be what you can't see. Right. So exactly, you having man. the people there at Brown to say, oh, well, these people are on businesses and they're college students just like I am. I mean, it's not like, you know, people have graduated and are esteemed and alumni and all those things, but seeing people right there with you in the same places, um, I think that that's hella impactful and important. And I guess as what hesitancies, you know, may you have had um, when you wanted to start this particular business, were there any things that you were kind of like, uh, I need to figure this out first, or I need to do more research on this. Like what were some of the, you know, roadblocks of, of getting started with, with your platform because the way i see it is this is like an an immense thing that you have right it's like complex it has layers it has yeah. like pieces you have um the approaches of you know visiting communities and schools and telling them why this works and like showing the data and calculating all those things so i guess with the complexity of what you're doing um were there any things that you kind of you know were hesitant about or, or made you think like ah is this the thing Definitely. I mean, man, I, one thing I tell people is that the the hardest, uh, so yeah, starting a business and starting an, any idea is hard. Mm-hmm. Like no question about it in general. And the entire journey is hard, but the hardest step is the first step, which is just to start. And like, I mean, you know this too, like you probably talk to people every day that have ideas. And they say, oh, you know, but the first step actually starting on it, putting money down into it, like whether it's a a website, like I remember one of the people like that I was telling you um, that I was just saying like um, that had started a business. Mm -hmm. They told me that they knew I was about it because they showed me how to buy like a website domain Mm -hmm. and on the spot, like I I bought the website domain. So like, you know, like they said that like most people that, you know, ask for advice or ask for help, like they're like, Oh, let me think about it. And they, you know what I'm saying? And then they never do it. They Mm -hmm. never like take that first step to like invest in, like literally if it's as simple as like buying a website domain for like $79 or something like that, or yeah. even less, like most people can't get mentally can't get over that step. That's true. And that's, and, and like that's So I would say the overall, that was the biggest. And obviously there's reasons that go into like why it's hard to take that first step. Mm-hmm. But it's like one thing that people have to realize is that you're not going to have it all figured out at the beginning and you almost never have it all figured out. Like, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like you, you really never do. And yeah, when I started this, like it was my first year in college, like that's when I bought the website domain and started like researching, like cooking up on the idea um, in a real way. And I didn't, 
Like I had never, I hadn't like, you know, I was just out of high school. Like, so I hadn't had experience like in front of working with teachers and all these things. But these are things that I learned along the way. But yeah, I would say the first step is like, that's, that's the hardest part. And that's where I feel like the, the most hesitation uh, pops up and you'll learn like, you'll just learn all the other, all the other question marks that you have will, will get answered and you'll work through it. If like you really just take that, ju- like jump in, you know? Right. So for sure. Yeah. Man, so I guess the, that was my next question. How do you overcome the challenge? And I guess the challenge you would say is just to do it. <laughs> do it anyway. <laughs> I know. Do it anyway, I right? like hate that. I, I kind of hate that answer because like it's over. It, it's like, it sounds like I'm really oversimplifying it, but it it's not that simple, but that is a huge part of the equation. Mm-hmm. Like that is a huge part of the equation. Um, but in terms of challenges, yeah, like, hmm, there's just no formula to like getting through the challenges other than like, you just have the spirit to want to do it because you will find out, you will take the time, you'll spend the time, you will figure out how to get the money. You will yada, yada, yada to like get through some of the challenges um and it's not that easy but i'm just saying that's like the one thing that i could tell somebody Mm -hmm. and okay so to to like backtrack a step and maybe this answers is a better answer to this question okay it's kind of a a big picture thing but it's like if you're I would say this to any like entrepreneur or anybody trying to pursue something creative and you can relate to this too is the number one ingredient is passion, man. And it's like really caring about what you're trying to do and it being bigger than you. I could never start a business that doesn't have like a social impact or mm-hmm. is is not something like bigger than me. I, right. I just wouldn't have the motivation to like what we do, what we're just saying, like to push through the inevitable challenges that will pop up. I'll never, I wouldn't have the motivation to like be broke at certain times right. and like sit through that. And like, you know what I'm saying? If it wasn't something that was like, bigger than me or wasn't something that I was very passionate about. For sure. So I would, I would say that that's like one of the biggest things I could tell somebody in like, it's crazy. It's, it's so crazy how much of like this journey is internal. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's like, real. That's so, real. Sheesh. Okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, it's so crazy because yeah, roadblocks and challenges and stuff like that. Like those are external, right? Those appear to be external things, yeah. but it's crazy, man. Again, I, I have not mastered this. I'm working toward it, mm-hmm. but those roadblocks and challenges, you find ways around them. They don't look as significant. They, blah 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 like if you have if you've 
have certain things answered internally. Like, and again, this is just all like, I, I am absolutely working through applying this for sure as much as you know what I mean? Uh, like, and I have applied it on certain levels, but that that's one piece of advice that I could honestly give and say, um, so yeah, for sure, man, that's powerful. That's definitely powerful. Um, yeah, you, you dropping some gems though. <laughs> um, Appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> so I guess in that, right. In thinking, you know, you took this step, you built the website, you developed the program, you have the program out there, you're connecting with schools, <laughs> connecting with admin and all these people to support you. Um, even some outside yeah. folks to kind of, you know, be ambassadors for that and for that movement. Um, so I guess, Sharon, yeah. what are some of the wins that you've, that you've taken in with this or what are some of the big things that you've walked away with that you feel really good about? Mm, man. So this is another kind of like, I'm going to start with the kind of like, yeah, esoteric answer real quick and <laughs> okay. then get to the like specific, For sure. like the specifics. But yeah, I mean, one of the biggest wins then I would, I would say is that like, I feel really great about myself and like where I'm at mm -hmm. um, in life because like I'm doing, I'm, you know, I'm like living with purpose um, and I'm, I'm enjoying what I'm doing. Uh, and I know, yeah, I know it's impactful. And I've also learned a lot about myself in the process. Um, just like having this conversation, just like being really self-aware and, you know, you, you find out a lot, a lot about yourself, like how you work through challenges and things like that. And you grow. It's like, it, that's the right word. It's just like growth. Yep. So that's like a big overall win. Um, and then... Like specifically, one thing that I am really proud of is um, there's two school districts that are using Rhymes with Reason. Oh, um, that's dope. <laughs> that's dope. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like we're scattered all over the country in different schools, but there are two actual districts where like one of them, I think every high school is using it okay um this wow. is a district in south carolina hey south um, carolina you know which well, you know which part or like what cities yeah, maybe lawrence lawrence lawrence, lawrence uh it's it's small a small city okay um, south carolina my girl's from south carolina lawrence, i want to ask her about that yeah 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 um super cool superintendent that i mm -hmm. met at a conference um uh, amazing um amazing guy and he was like man like this is amazing like amazing so yeah we got that that set up in south carolina Dope. and then Hamp hampton virginia okay um Solid. hampton city schools in virginia yeah so that i'm really proud of that like that was one thing that at the beginning of this journey that i pictured and and like dreamed about you know yeah. to be able to serve a district at a time with, with my program um so that's really ill um done some cool media pieces mm -hmm. um like i think actually how we met was off of uh npr so that was like a really cool media piece yep um and stuff like that i've done i've met and done like collaborated in in different ways with like some of my favorite artists like I've done some stuff with, with um, NERD. For sure. Um, 
and you know so things like that man those are like real highlights and uh you know things that i are are real cool that i'm proud of so and then of course bigger than that like just in general is just Mm -hmm. helping kids you know what i mean and and i guess that connects to the purpose aspect but just having something that can provide utility um and that's pure and that is you know it's not like i'm selling out and i'm not like you know exploiting people i'm bringing <laughs> yeah yeah exactly the, the, something that i feel is needed and is helpful so yeah man that's that's awesome and and congratulations on all of those things too um as you know you know i've been following you and watching so i'm i'm aware of, what, of you, you ripping it. and running you know what i'm saying and it, it's always good to see see those things kind of come to fruition because you've definitely been working hard on them and and staying consistent at it too and that's what i think is is beautiful <laughs> about it and my question for you with that like how do you celebrate right so like when you find out these things are going on like what do you do for yourself like how do you is there like a team that you get with you like y'all we did this or or how do you how do you usually like embrace those moments man that's one thing that i need to work on like it's hard it's hard because man it's like when you get certain opportunities and stuff it's like you got to act on them Mm -hmm. it's not like it's like a thing where it's like it's not like you won the Super Bowl and then the season's <laughs> over. You know right, what I mean? Right. <laughs> like, right. it's like this, your win is like the season, like the season starting is like, what those things that I described mm-hmm. are like the season starting got it. type of thing. Or like you got drafted into the league. Or like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, it's like, yeah, you could, I, the celebrations are very, like, short-lived okay um and i don't know of course there's people that are close to me people that i collaborate with and work on work with that we you know hang out and do you know celebrate a little bit but nothing Mm -hmm. nothing really crazy um and yeah i I don't know i'm kind of addicted to to working so (laughs) like got it it's like what is one of those things too but i I need, I probably need to celebrate more, but to me, like the win itself is like a, a celebrate. Like I'm real happy just off right. the win, like itself. Like, so, um, yeah, I, I don't that. know. I, 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 if you got ideas, man, how to, how to like, <laughs> how, to, how to, to celebrate like in a, in a, in a way that at least, um, I mean, I don't know. I think I'm kind of the same way. Like if I'm really serious about something and trying to get something out, I'm always uh, kind of like, oh, that's cool. And then you like move to the next thing, <laughs> yeah. move to the next thing. But I think um, my suggestion, I don't know if you if you like cool stuff, if you like books or if you like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, there's, I, I, for example, um, what I would do is if a show went well, right? We're doing music or poetry or something went well, I would go and like, treat myself or reward myself with a book like oh i want to read this book now you know what i'm saying it's like okay this okay, is yeah. even if it's something simple or something as simple as like going outside and taking a walk and actually just feeling what i feel when something good happens yeah. you know what i'm saying i do That's stuff it. like that i do yeah. stuff like that yeah, 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 yeah. it ain't gotta be like no, you, you sure. go out to the club pop a few bottles yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. it ain't gotta be that i think people might 
think that might be what celebration always always looks like. Exactly. Nah, nah, nah. Not if you not if you working and, and you know you hit what you're doing is something that's going to be ongoing. You definitely right. It's it's hard to not celebrate over celebrate too early. It's always like thoughts like okay, I'm gonna just I'm gonna chill a little bit, but. <laughs> But definitely, definitely be excited. Definitely be happy. Now, I know that you're grateful. Yeah. So that's that's really what matters, you know? Absolutely. For sure. Absolutely. So I guess with with these things, right, with Rounds of Reason and what you're building and, and how this is growing and how schools and students are using it, um, what do you, I guess, what's your vision for what it looks like with Rounds of Reason being like everywhere? Like, what does that look like to you? What does that feel like? Hmm. Man, so one thing that I, I've been doing lately, um, I'm actually, I, I'm, I've been doing uh, this past month has been crazy. I got mm-hmm. so much stuff that I've been working on. But one of the many things that I've been working on is um, I, I'm actually a, an author. I'm gonna be an author on this, this like paper, this research paper. And then I'm also, yeah, it's cool. So <laughs> and then uh, also. Um, doing this like these presentations at uh at harvard graduate school of education Mm -hmm. so i've been doing a lot i've been doing a lot of like kind of research oriented stuff and getting more into the the academic aspect Mm -hmm. um uh and yeah like looking at the problem and and stuff like that so um in terms of the future uh, one thing that I've been writing about and researching about is are the are the demographic changes that are happening in the United States hmm. by real. the year 2020 uh, the US population under the age of 18 will be majority minority hmm. for the first time in American history now with that said um the face, like the, like I'm saying, the, the population, the demographic face of the population in the United States is changing, specifically yep. under 18. So in thinking about the student population, mm-hmm. it looks very different, um, which also means that how education, standardized education on a national level mm-hmm. has to adjust to the demographic changes in the United States. Hmm. The majority of students that the education system will serve will be looking different than they've ever looked before. And that's the way things are moving. So I think that rhymes with reason, and I haven't fully wrapped my head around all this, Mm -hmm. but I think that it's better positioned to be something that's nationally applicable um, and this can be fits within the confines of where standard curriculum and standard education is moving Hmm. because it's reflecting and it is reflective of the identity, the culture, um, the language of what is becoming the majority in the United States. And uh, in addition to that, like on top of that, in terms of the music that is the, the, the dominant music in our country, it's also clearly hip hop. Clearly hip hop. Um, clearly <laughs> hip hop. Um, 
So it's a really interesting time. But what I'm saying is that I feel that Rhymes with Reason, uh, as it expands and grows, it's right on time with where our country is growing in mm-hmm. terms of under 18 and, and things like that. Um, and I think that it can be a literacy resource, uh, a, a verbal acquisition resource of the future in mm-hmm. our, in our country. Um, that like I was going back to the earlier point, like kind of opens up the, the treasure chest of words and vocabulary, um, to all people, regardless of like where you come from, um, regardless of what your socioeconomic status was when yep. you were growing up. Um, so yeah, man. I, I, I think you're absolutely onto it. <laughs> like you have to have a certain and it's cool to me just how like your personal story. Um, and, and so long as I guess what I'm saying is it's cool that as long as you connect what you're creating and giving and, and doing to like your personal story and people like you, that is kind of like the opportunities are almost limitless. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you took your personal story and your understanding of hip hop and your understanding of of even recognizing that hip hop was important to you, right? And how you went about learning it and caring about it and how that has played such a big role in what you develop with Rhymes of Reason, that like blows my mind. And I think a lot of people do. Um, I think a lot of people try to just fix stuff because they might see issue with it. But I think the difference here is that you actually have like a lived experience with it. So you understand the impact that it can have before like having to prove that to somebody. Man, that's it's, I appreciate that. And that's so real. Like that is that is what makes ideas successful. And in my opinion, like I think that. Yeah, like. And it's so funny. It's like you, people like look outside of themselves in mm-hmm. in searching for things that they want to work on or things that they want to create. Yep. But you'll be best at creating something that is like within you or has affected you. It's like your life and things you have gone through has designed you to create something very specific to you that like almost nobody else could like create in the way that you mm-hmm. can. And that's like one reason why I like, like artists. And I love music. It's yep. like, you know what I'm saying? It's that's such a example of like what you're talking about. Like the artists that we love are like, they're, they connect their story to their art and it feels so authentic because it comes it comes from them and like their life experience and like you know what I mean like no one else could have created what they created like right. um, I mean I, we could go down the line of like all the art like uh, you know Jay Z the only one that could have made the blueprint like right. you know what I mean like <laughs> sure. Kanye is the only one that could have made college dropout in right. the way that he made like so, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I do. Approaching it in that way is like, like you're saying, like, so powerful. And that's what connects with people. Yep. Man, man, that's dope. So I guess my last question for you, 
Because we're talking about some dope things, and I, I got a lot, yeah. even for myself, from this. Um, so my last question Appreciate to you that. is: I imagine, and yeah, very very soon, uh, in in the time closer than we can even think, um, kids are going to be like, or people are going to be like, damn, I want to be like Austin Martin. And my question for you is: What advice would you give that person? that wants to create these things that they care about or or want to be like you in terms of like success and being consistent and building out something that changes the world um what would you say to that person that's a great question man it's funny because like i feel like throughout this conversation like i've been answering it uh indirectly um in many ways but yeah like it's all within you like literally it's not being me it's not being jay-z it's not being uh whoever it's not being lebron it's like it's all within you like you're it's so the journey is literally internal like you have all the answers within you um that's all it is like i i really feel like knowing yourself and being real with yourself about what you want to create. Um, that's step one. And then step two is doing it. Like if you're passionate enough about like what you want to create and it resonates so much with your soul and stuff, like you'll go out and, and do it. And like you said, consistency, like, um, I, that that's so underrated is yep. like, like I, like I was saying earlier, that that guy who mentored me and was shocked when I actually bought the, um, actually bought the domain name. Like, you know, uh, even just yeah, just like, just like when we say like do go and do it, like go and do it all the time. Like try to be present with everything. Take as many opportunities as you can. If it's like has anything to do with your vision and your goal like participate in it yeah. like be willing to like spend that twenty dollars or make that phone call talk to that person go to that interest meeting um things like that um like take it seriously you know what i mean um and that definitely comes with sacrifice for sure mm-hmm. um but taking it seriously man like i think that i just uh, we could go into this like forever but in today's um society like we're we're and with with social media and with all these things like we live in a society where we think that hmm it, it's like people they, they they show their pat like the their passion or whatever mm-hmm. is like on display on Instagram or something like that with with if you I feel that if you want to create something and do something really great mm-hmm. it'd be something that whether there was an Instagram or not or mm-hmm. whether you post it or not it's like something that yep. like, it's got to be something that's like you so immersed in it that you're not even thinking about posting it right you know what I'm saying like something that is that important to you mm. um and yeah like go going after those things like hardcore 
that I feel like that's the that's the formula. So like yeah, just to zoom out again is like number one, looking internally to find what resonates with you and what you're passionate about, and then number two, like going hard after it and doing it for the love and, and like you know doing it for the right reason. For sure, that that's the formula right there. Yeah, major keys, fam. <laughs> major yeah, keys. man. Man, for man. sure. For sure. So let's let's actually let's let's plug your socials and everything so people can contact you okay. and know where to find right. you and how they can support you. Yeah. Um so on Instagram it's rhymes with reason. Um Twitter is rhymes w reason. And then just look us up on Facebook at rhymes with reason. Um so yeah, but Instagram is the main one. Man. I need to get better on my socials <laughs> for the reasons kind of that I just outlined. Hey, but you, but yeah, like we, you we say, are living passionate. in 2019, you bro. You're trying to, man, trying to. So yeah, man. man. Yeah. Um, so nah, man, I, I appreciate it big time. I always appreciate any invitation, um, you know, to, on a platform like this and, um, appreciate you so for yeah, sure man. bro I, I thank you again for taking this time out of your day like I said I know I know you you're a busy very busy person so um I definitely appreciate it and I know that the people that are listening will definitely get uh one if not tons of things that they might have needed um and that that's why this platform is here so thanks again brother and and I look forward to us catching up here soon all right yes sir for sure. All right, my man. Keep working, bro. Have a good one. Peace. Appreciate you.